0: are becoming a staple in the Final Four. They'll be there for the fourth time.
1: The University of South Carolina's women's basketball team started this season ranked number one. So it wasn't a surprise when the team beat Creighton on Sunday, securing their place in the Final Four. But as the team would say, they still have work to do. They came into this season with a goal of winning a national championship. To get there, they'll have to win two more games this weekend in Minneapolis. I'm Emily Williams. This is Understand South Carolina from the Post and Courier, and today we're talking about this team and what's made them the number one team in the country. David Kloninger, who covers Gamecock Sports for the Post and Courier, breaks it all down for us.
0: This team came into the season as the preseason number one team in the AP Top 25, and they did not drop out of that spot all year. They're the first team since 2016 to go through the season ranked number one every single week of the season. Um, And even though they had two losses along the way, their body of work, their overall resume was enough so that the voters still put them number one even after they lost a couple of games. So uh, this team was expected. To be here. But that doesn't diminish how good this team is, how special it was, and how tricky it is to win in the postseason. So they came in, they wanted to challenge themselves early, they wanted to play a difficult schedule. They did so. On the other side of the bracket right now in the final four are Stanford and Connecticut. USC played both of them early in the year and beat both of them earlier in the year. UConn got to the final four by beating NC State last night, USC played at NC State first game of the season and beat them. The Gamecocks have played 11 top 25 teams all season. They've won them all, and no other team in the country has close to that kind of resume. They did stub their toe a couple of times, once on the road at Missouri, which is just a notoriously tricky place to play, not making excuses but because they lost, but uh, it's it's a tough place to try to get your feet under you. And then they lost the SEC Tournament Championship game to Kentucky, uh, which was just a few weeks ago before they started the NCAA Tournament run. So uh, like I said, uh, you know it's not a surprise per se that they're here uh, because they were expected to be here, but it still doesn't illustrate just how tough it is for any team to get here, They are the most talented team in the country, but they set a goal of winning a national championship in the preseason. And now it's going to be the two hardest tests that they've had this whole year coming up this weekend in Minneapolis.
1: What should we know about this team? You know, what, what are they like? How do they play? What's their energy?
0: Everything starts uh, with this team in the middle. Uh, Six-foot-five uh, center, Aliyah Boston. It all flows through her. She's having the best season of her career, and she was already a two-time All-American. It'll be three uh, this year if it hadn't already been announced. But either way, she's the star of this team, but she has a lot of stars around her. Point guard Destiny Henderson is having a terrific year, and while guard Ziya Cook isn't having a year up to her standards, she's still having a pretty solid season. The thing that you really need to know about this team is that there's 16 players, only 15 are active because their backup point guard got hurt in the second game of the year and was lost for the season, but all of them find a way to contribute anytime they're on the floor. Their first 10 players in the rotation, all have the capability to hurt an opponent, and in a lot of different ways. So they're a, as complete of a team as I've ever seen in my time covering women's basketball. Yes, there have been some warts throughout the year that have shown up, but the thing about this NCAA tournament run is they found ways to cover them up and win in different ways. One day it's the defense. One way it's just having a a guard who maybe hasn't had a great season really have a great game and lead them to that. And throughout them all is, as I said at the beginning, Aaliyah Boston. Uh, She's doing everything she needs to do and more because she has made it clear. She wanted to be named National Player of the Year, but she also knows that that's not going to mean anything if she doesn't win a national championship, something that she and this team were so close to winning last year but fell one inch short.
1: Let's talk a little bit about that. What happened last year? Because, of course, this team was also really strong last year, too. What kept them out of that final game last year?
0: I tell you, Emily, I still see it you know, on the back of my eyelids, which I'm, I'm sure all of the players do, too. You know, South Carolina was a great team coming into the season. They played the 2019-20 season almost like this one, where they were the number one ranked team in the country for most of the year. They only had one loss. They, I thought that they were a team that was definitely going to win it all. And then, of course, the postseason got canceled because of COVID. They came into last year with everybody back. They came into the season and were basically just kind of repeating it, getting all the way to the Final Four, and there they played Stanford. USC was outplayed for most of the game, but it was a one-point game with 10 seconds left, and Stanford had the ball, and I thought, well, it was a great run, but they're just going to come up short. USC stole the ball. Bria Beal was running down court. Stanford came in to to get in position for a block. Beal threw up a shot and it was deflected. But there was Aaliyah Boston, you know, your rebounding hero, your best player. She got the ball right in front of the basket and put it right back up. And I thought this is how storybooks are written. This is gonna go down and they're gonna go play for a title. Ball hit back rim and came back out. They missed it by an inch. They lost by a point. And this entire season, especially for Aliyah Boston, has been about getting back and making sure that that shot falls this time.
1: Going back to the SEC tournament, like you'd said, they lost that game, you know, and that was, of course, their last game before heading into the, the tournament. What happened at that game?
0: Well, this is where, uh, you know, I, I realized that a lot of people who cover the team try to be nice and, and try to be cheerleaders. That's not me. Um, of course, you know, I do care about the, the kids and the coaches I cover, but I'm also a journalist and got to say it like it is. So when you ask me what happened, they blew it. Plain and simple, they blew the game. Uh, they had a 12-point lead going into the fourth quarter. They had it all set up, and it was ready to go. But Kentucky, which i give them full credit, they played well over their head to get where they were. They had to win four games in four days just to be there. And, uh, you know, they just kept hitting shots, and South Carolina kept missing shots. All of a sudden, it was 11 seconds left, and USC was up by a point. And they're, one of their best players was at the line shooting two free throws. And it's like, okay, if you make these, then the worst they can do is tie. Well, she missed both of them. And then Kentucky came down, and USC just couldn't quite keep up with them. All of a sudden, there was a young lady on the three-point line with a chance to win. And she aced a three-pointer, and they did win. That's the kind of loss that's just really aggravating, knowing that you had it and knowing that you gave it away. And so they've been thinking about that for the past three weeks. And they've won their next four. But obviously, those next four, they are notable because you got here. But it's going to not matter so much if you can't find a way to win these last two.
1: So after that loss, what was their mindset? Maybe what was their strategy going into the NCAA tournament?
0: As Coach Don Staley said, you know, they're not a bad basketball team. They've always had, you know, little small things to tweak or to work on, but there haven't had to be sweeping wholesale changes. And she said, you know, Kentucky took it to them. They didn't handle it well, and Kentucky deserved to win, and they did win. So in, uh, I guess, the, the cliche world, what you say is, well, you know, now their heads are right because they got that loss out of the way. I mean, yeah, that's fine to say, but that can't be proven until you go and play your next few games. So – these next few games, I mean, they've won in a variety of ways. Uh, some could have been cleaner. Some could have been more dominant. But in the end, and this is something else Don Staley also said, it doesn't matter as long as you got more points than the other guy. And they've managed to do that. So I don't think that she, you know, had any kind of hammer-down approach. She didn't bring him in for extra practices. She just said, listen, remember what happened here. Remember how this feels because you get another chance. You do have more games to play. But this time of year, if you don't win your next game, you're going home. So that was the message, and it sunk in. They've won these last four, and the last game that they won, which was 80-50 to 50 over Creighton in the Elite Eight, they play like that. There's not going to be too, too many teams that can stop them.
1: Yeah, let's talk a little bit more about what happened in that game. Give us a little bit of a, a summary of what you saw on the court.
0: Well, the main thing about Creighton was they were a 10 seed you know, out of 16, and they had pulled three upsets over Colorado, Iowa, and Iowa State just to get there. They were doing everything they needed to do. So I looked at that Creighton game and said, well, I say this about every game, USC's got more talent than them, but that don't mean that they're going to win. If they can't solve this defense, it may be a long day. Well, first few possessions, South Carolina is completely on Creighton's offense. USC's defense is just spacing them out, not letting them breathe. Yeah, they gave up a few plays, but I think Creighton was so rushed that they started missing easy layups. And then South Carolina did what I've been hoping they would do all year. Despite them having Aliyah Boston in the middle, they need their guards to penetrate more, quit shooting jump shots. They need to go in and attack the basket, and that's what they did. They were driving to the rim. They were scoring, and I thought, finally, this is what you need to do to have a complete game. And then the second quarter, they outscored Creighton 19 to 2. I thought, oh, well, this is over. So once it hit halftime, they were up 21. I was making my plane reservations to Minnesota.
1: After Sunday's win, point guard Destiny Henderson talked to reporters about taking in this moment with her team as they head to the Final Four. I feel like it's just well-deserved. Um, I feel like, again, like everybody um, has stepped up to the plate. Um, we're all happy for each other, and just living in this moment and be, just being present and just being happy for one another, um, I just, it's just a blessing, um, and we came so far, so we're not done yet. We'll be right back with more after this quick message. Hi, I'm Taylor Istabo, and I'm an audience engagement producer for The Post and Courier. Our digital team makes sure the paper's journalism gets to you through our newsletters, social media accounts, and website. We put a lot of thought into what tweet will communicate the most important information from a story or might make you laugh. And we know the news. We're constantly monitoring the biggest stories of the day and figuring out how to get that information to you. When you subscribe, you're supporting that work. Visit postandcourier.com slash subscribe today. They'll be facing Louisville this Friday. What can they expect in in that game? What do you think we might see on Friday?
0: It's, it's a tough team to scout just because they do a lot of the little things well. They can play slow. They can play fast. And to me, they kind of remind me of the 2019 USC team. That was the year after Aja Wilson graduated, and that was a good, solid USC team but it was the kind of team that won a lot of games but didn't really beat anybody. You know what I'm saying? They they didn't really beat a notable squad. Anytime they played a really good team, they usually lost. So that's what Louisville reminds me of, and it's because they don't really have a superstar. They get after it, though. They they run after you. They, they're known, known for playing tight defense. But as a lot of teams don't, they don't have an Aliyah Boston in the middle. So Louisville will do what everybody else tries to do. They'll play his own defense. Every time Boston gets the ball, they'll double and triple teamer. And if USC's guards are most notably driving inside or just hitting their shots in general, it'll be a wash. I'm not so concerned about the Louisville game as I am at looking at the potential national championship matchup, but you got to get there first. So Louisville's drawing all their attention. Um, It's going to be a tough game because they're here for a reason, too. But this is one where I'm thinking USC could win this matchup in almost every way.
1: So, of course, ultimately, the goal, the prize, is that national title, which, if they did get it, would be the second time ever for Gamecocks women's basketball, and the the first title having been in 2017 – Let's kind of dial it back to 2017 briefly, to, to that year and that tournament and that, that first national title for the Gamecocks. Tell us a little bit about that season and that, and that win, because, of course, they're, they're getting close to that here again.
0: That one kind of started uh, like this one maybe could have the same storyline in that the previous year they lost a the game they shouldn't have lost that year in 2016 was a great, great team. They only lost two ballgames all season. And one of them was on the road at Connecticut. who was the eventual national champion, but they had to play in South Dakota for the regionals. They played Syracuse, a team that they had already beaten earlier that year. And for some reason, they just did not play well in the second half. They got away from what they wanted to do and they lost to Syracuse. Now, That Syracuse team ended up going all the way to the national championship game before they lost to UConn, but still that whole trip back and really that whole summer, myself and that entire team were thinking the same thing, which is you lost to a team that you're better than. So 2017 was all about erasing that mistake, and they had pretty much the whole entire team back. They started out very, very well. They were cruising through the season. But then at the end of the year, there were a few noteworthy things that happened. One is that center Elena Coates broke her foot and ended up not playing in the NCAA tournament. They lost a couple of other games uh, right there at the end. And it was like, boy, if you want to be playing your best at the end of the year, this is not good. But what Dawn Staley did was regroup and readjust, and she started playing four guards around Aja Wilson instead of playing two bigs with three guards and that made them smaller and quicker. And when you had two guards like they had with Kayla Davis and Alicia Gray, both of whom are in the WNBA now, you had a very strong group approach instead of just trying to get AJ Wilson to play or to do it every time. So they ended up getting to the Final Four. They were playing Stanford. And I thought, boy, this is going to be a tough matchup, but they survived. And then I'm not saying that they couldn't have beat UConn if they'd have played them for the championship. I am saying that UConn beat them pretty good at their place earlier in the year, and that was a really strong UConn team. Well, UConn lost to Mississippi State in the final. And as soon as I saw them lose, I said, South Carolina just won the national championship because I knew there was no way that they were going to lose to a Mississippi State squad they'd already beat twice that year. Well, I'm covering the game, and I think Mississippi State was up 12 to 2, but. USC came back and won it, and that was it, and they cut down the net. So um, USC got to hang a banner because they deserved it. That team, it was one that maybe I didn't expect it to win because it would never been done before. But you knew that they had the talent to win, and they were around national at the end. Performance And South Carolina has won the national championship. Asia Wilson and the Gamecocks are number one. For the first time in school history, NCAA champions.
1: Leading up to Friday's game, Coach Don Staley talked to reporters this week about what this team's goal has been all year. To hear those words, South Carolina has won the national championship again. It's what we came to do. I mean, this is this year has
0: been one in which. We, we, we had a target out there. We got a target on our back. We had a target out there to win a national championship, and we put ourselves in this position. And I think they'll, you know, it, win, lose, or draw, it won't be from not trying as hard as they can. She knew that this team was going to have the pressure on it, the target on it, to maybe not on, just win the championship, but go undefeated and win every game by 30 points, even though she knew those aren't prerequisites to winning the national championship. So it would have been fine if they'd have gone undefeated, but it's not a big deal. It would have been fine if they'd have won the SEC tournament again, but it's not a big deal. The biggest deal was that they were here at this moment, and if you win two more, they're going to win the main goal that they had for themselves. So she hasn't been shy about expressing her desire for it, and neither has the team saying that's their goal, the the main one. And as she said, I know it's cliche and hokey and all that, but you guys got to believe me, this team really loves each other. They do. And they are all pulling together because they know how special this team can be. And uh, they're going to hope to be holding a big shiny trophy in two more games.
1: Whatever happens with these next two games, how would you describe this season, you know, and covering this season and and covering this team?
0: Well, it's it's always terrific. I mean, being around Dawn and her team is, is always an enjoyment. I always learn something. And it's great getting to know them and writing their stories. And, of course, who doesn't like to be involved with a team that wins almost every game it plays? And because they've set this goal for themselves and they've set it all year long, there's at least the possibility that I'll be in Minneapolis on Friday and or Sunday, and I may have to write that, am I really about to say that a season that had 34 victories and just three losses – is a disappointment, but that's the reality of it because they have said our goal is the national championship. It's championship or bust. So if they do bust, it's going to be, man, I mean, this was a a great season, a terrific season. I mean, I can't tell you how many teams in the country would love to get even close to having a 34-win season. But if they don't get number 34 and number 35 – That's how it's going to feel to them. I will tell you, though, even after talking about it all year, if they do win the title, it's still going to be, they're going to act like maybe not a surprise, but they're going to act like it's just a completely new feeling. They're going to celebrate it and deservedly, and not as we're relieved to do this. It'll be we're happy we won this because we felt we deserved it, but we also know how hard we had to work to get it.
1: Already this week, Gamecocks women's basketball has achieved a new first. Aaliyah Boston was named the Naismith Player of the Year on Wednesday. She was also named the Defensive Player of the Year, and Coach Dawn Staley was Coach of the Year. That's the first time in Naismith Awards history that a university swept all three awards. After Sunday's game, Aaliyah Boston, number one player in the country, had a simple answer when she was asked about making it to the Final Four.
0: It's exciting, but we just said in the locker room. We still have unfinished business, and we still have two more games to play.
1: All right, that's all for today. The Gamecocks face Louisville at 7 p.m. Friday, April 1st in Minneapolis. Check PostandCourier.com for updates this weekend, and follow David on Twitter. He's at DCPNC. For more Gamecocks basketball coverage, check out today's show notes where I've linked some recent stories where you can learn more about this team, their season, and Coach Staley. If you have comments or questions for this podcast, email us at understandsc at or find us on Twitter at understandsc. Understand South Carolina is a production of the Post and Courier. Let us know what you think of the show. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Keep up with the latest headlines at postingcourier.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week with a different news story from our state.